Welcome back into Morning Drive, ESPN 1025 The Game. We are live this morning, Kitchen Notes, inside of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Nick, Braden, Demace, Marquis, big final hour coming up. We've got our picks coming up at 9.30, the big finish at 9.45. Also, some of the college football this weekend as well. I'm honestly more excited about the, 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 the awkward sauna story than I am about discussing Marcus Mariota and Richard Matthews. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I am. But you want not, awkward sauna let's story say, first? Let's, no, let's save okay. the sauna story. Okay. Let's save it. Okay, it's good. Uh, trust me. Stick around. We'll get to it. Uh, Rashard Matthews, though, yesterday, obviously, on with Darren Donick and Chase, a uh, really good get for them. And it makes sense to have him on because he obviously played for Marcus Mariota and the Titans, also played with Ryan Tannehill in the Miami Dolphins. Take a listen to what Rashard Matthews had to say about Marcus Mariota. He loves being a leader, but you know, in high school and college, you can you can be that uh, that silent leader. But when you get in the league, like you're around grown men, you gotta demand greatness from grown men. You gotta they gotta be able to you know see that every day and and not just you know every now and then. And uh, but you know, at the end of the day, the, the quarterback has to be a leader of the team. He has to be vocal. He can't be uh, forced to be vocal. You know, and I think that's kind of what's what's hurt Marcus a little bit. You know, is having that chemistry. Some people aren't. You know. They're not meant to do that, you know, and I'm not saying, like, Marcus isn't meant to do that, but, like, you know, I mean, he has that cool, calm, collective personality, you know, uh, which is good, and, and there's nothing wrong against it. It's just he's so respected that nobody wants to keep it real, you know. Everybody's afraid to be real with them, and, you know, um, sometimes I think uh, people are – forced in situations to, to kind of baby him along the way. But I think that um, it's just tough for people to, to be um, that real with a, uh, such a respective, cool guy. I mean, he's cool. I mean, you know, you don't want nothing bad. But at the end of the day, you're in his business to win. So he goes on there to say that, you know, people don't keep it real with Marcus and they baby him because he's such a nice guy and they like him. And that's a conversation we've had on this show. Like, you don't need to quantify or qualify something by saying, you know, Marcus is a really good guy. I like Marcus, but he was terrible this past Sunday. But if that was a, an approach, and I'm just thinking out loud here, if that's an approach the Titans had with him that they maybe they didn't criticize him enough or work with him enough because he's such a nice guy, does that bother you? Oh well, uh, listen. If, if you don't want any of your favorite athletes or players on any team in any locker room to to not be able to handle the truth, like that's not that that's not how adults work, right? Like you need you need to be able to toll you need to be able to be told and accept criticism, feedback, coaching, and that go that goes for every walk of life. Like you 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 know, listen, we get coached on this show, and somebody mm-hmm. says, "Hey, Brent, you need to do this or this better." If I'm if you don't, if you can't tell me those things, then I'm not going to be a good teammate or employee. So. I, I think that part of it is 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 terrifying. Now, Rashard Matthews also hasn't been in the locker room for, you know, it's two I, years. Two, two yeah, years two. Now. I mean, he was the beginning of last season. He was in the locker room barely for a couple of weeks. So, mm-hmm. and he wasn't really ever with the team during training camp. He was kind of off on the side. So it's not like, you know, during the most struggling, like the the last year and some changes where he's really struggled the most. Rashard Matthews wasn't around in the locker room, so we don't. He doesn't know if Taylor Lewan said something to Marcus or, or whatever. Uh, but if that's true, that's te- that's terrible. That's just something you can't have. The other part of that equation is, can you be a leader in the NFL or any professional sport and sort of be quieter? I mean, Roman Yossi would fall into this category, right? And I, and I think you can. I just think you have to be really good on the field or on the ice or on the court if you're going to be a quiet sort of more stoic style of leader. I don't think you have to be a vocal screamer to be a good leader. You might need that on defense, Ray mm-hmm. Lewis or Ed Reed. You may need that other counterpart on the other side, but I don't think you have to be a screamer to be a great leader. 
Um, but you sure as hell be able to be able to take some criticism because if you can't do that, then you're not you're not cut out for it. Well, the quarterback position is a unique position because you know it's a it's one of those it's a fragile sort of speak position. Uh, and, and you've seen this across the board. It's not just Marcus, and it's not just this year. It's been years prior with quarterbacks other than Marcus where they handle quarterbacks a lot different than they would handle, you know, a receiver or a running back uh, because that position entails a lot. Um, but even with that, you still should be able to be honest with your quarterback if he's not playing well, and he should be able to take that uh, constructive criticism and want to get better. Now, whether they want to, whether they choose not to criticize Marcus because he's a quote unquote nice guy, um, now that's a problem because the bottom line is winning football games. Um, you could be a nice guy if you're not winning football games. I can't have you on my team, and that's and it, and it's it's sort of irritating because that's the only position where they take that approach. Uh, if Corey Davis not playing well. They're going to say Corey Davis is not playing well. If, you know, Jarrell Casey's not playing well, they're going to say, well, Jarrell Casey's not playing well. I think if you're going to do it with one, you should do it with all. I get it, the, the quarterback. But, but Marcus has been there. It's like, it's like the – I kind of equate it to – It's not like we're not critical of Marcus. Exactly. I mean, no, I, think, we're, critical I think we are more critical of him. We, we do a great job. This show do a great job. If he's playing well, we say he's playing well. If he's not playing well, then we're going to say he's not playing well. It's not that we have anything against him. We're just telling you how we see things based upon what he's doing on Sunday or Monday or Thursday. I equate this whole Marcus thing to a either a relationship, whether it be friendship or a relationship, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, wife. The first year, you're not – there's the pleasantries. You know, it's I'm going to say the right thing. I'm not going to be completely honest. I'm going to hold back <laughs> this and that because I'm trying to still get to know you. But then after the first year, the pleasantries are gone. Like, if you're doing something, I should be able to tell you, like, listen, that's wrong. You, and you should be you should respect me enough as a girlfriend or a wife or a friend to say, you know what? You're right. Yeah, Let mine, me do better. Mine was like six months. We got married in August and we were pregnant with Marin like uh -huh. in January. So the pleasantries went out the window the second yeah, we but found and out you she should, was pregnant. Exactly. And you should be able to <laughs> say, was, like, after the first yeah. year, they should have been able to tell Marcus, like, this is what you're not doing yeah, right. Yeah, no, I totally agree. You know, yeah. so you need to get better. And I don't think, I don't know if it was ever that way. Now, we don't want them to go in public and kind of trash the guy. No, I don't want right. that. But you still want to be able to correct him and say, you need to play better. I mean, do you, I mean, obviously, it sounds like we're, like, the three best friends in the world, obviously, on the air. But, like, no, we have tons of dis exactly. disagreements and disputes. And we keep it in-house. Like, we uh -huh. keep it to our team. And we said, all right, let's, if we have an issue with each other, we address that issue head on. If it's with Nick or me or you, Derek, we, like we address our issue and we say, hey, this needs to be better or we need to do that or this is that. Like we've got all kinds of things that we work on as a team. And, and this goes for every company in the world. You've got to be able to be honest, but there has to be a respect level exactly. there, right? And so if there's a respect level with Marcus, which I think everybody has, it's almost like it's too much. You, you can't be in a place where there's too much respect. Now, this is like Rashard Matthews has also not been around – the new coaching staff uh -huh. much he was around the new coaching staff for a week and a half right so he has not been in the meetings with either matt lafleur mike rabel or arthur smith with marcus so so rashard matthews has not been in those meetings with how critical they have been of marcus or not mike rabel and arthur smith just pulled him off the field 
and are benching him for Ryan Tannehill. So they're clearly being critical of him. So I don't know, you know, if that's true, how much of it has he seen, or was it true in the first three years? Because he was successful the first three years. Yeah. They got to the playoffs, had good numbers, you know, rising up the ranks, you know, whatever. Like it's just, it just feels like an odd. And I like Richard. I just think it's well. I was actually going to say they bring an it, odd situation. Bring it back to Matthews because yesterday when the station was tweeting out the quotes Matthews was giving on the air, there were some people that were saying, "Wait, is this the same guy that quit on not just one but two teams in the last couple of years? Should we value Matthews' opinion when he left Tennessee and the Saints in the same fashion?" So I, I got to. I, I don't. I wouldn't say that I know him well, but I got a chance to work with Richard Matthews a few times. Uh, listen, I I think there is an element of how much do you really know because you haven't really been around this team or in that then in that facility for over a year now, right? Like, so it's it's hard to. I think that it's 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 important that we acknowledge that. I also think that Rashard Matthews is a fairly thoughtful, genuine person. I don't think that he is out here trying to get clicks or get attention or b- grow a media career or. You know, be inflammatory just for the sake of being inflammatory. I don't think that's the type of person he is. Like, especially with all the controversy with the anthem and his mm-hmm. his stepbrother dying in the line of duty and then deciding to stand up against the anthem. Like, he's a very thoughtful mm-hmm. person. So I don't think he just kind of blabs. But he also hasn't been in the locker room for over a year. So he doesn't know how Arthur Smith well, communicates yeah, with Marcus Yeah, I think Mario. it's based upon what he's seen when he was here. And, uh, listen... Uh, the notion of oh he quit on the team i mean what happens if if they cut him do you say do you then say well the organization quit on him he was in a situation where he felt they were not using him so he said listen release me and let me go somewhere else release me and they did it so they could have kept him right and he would have kept playing right but this notion just because he 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 wanted to leave the team doesn't mean his 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 view or his opinion isn't validated he was in that locker room he understands the first three years when he was here with Marcus or the two years he was he was here with Marcus he understands it just because he wanted to leave a team doesn't devalue what he has to say and I know a lot of people when he quit on the team he quit what happens when you cut him I don't get that so an owner could a GM could cut a guy and he's okay but then when the guy says listen y'all not using me you know, let me go I, somewhere. I, it else. is different, though. I mean, it it's, is to it me is, as a player. I, I know you. I know no you see it differently because if you cut me or I leave, it is what it is. Obviously, I want to leave because you're not using me, and True. then you cut me because you don't think that I am. You right. know, but the living number, up to the contract. The number of players who turned down seven million dollars to play in the NFL, though, that's that's a small number of people. But that, I can't. But, but I can't tie. See what I'm saying? Like, but I can't tie. But you the money. He just didn't feel it. And right, I'm like, right. ooh, you didn't feel it, dude. But it's like having a scholarship offer to Alabama. It's a very small percentage of humans uh-huh. that get that opportunity. And for someone to say, no, nah, I don't want that. I can't knock them for it. Right. But it, that's a, it's, it's not a perfect analogy uh-huh. because you could get a scholarship somewhere else, right? And, but Rashard Matthews, for him to sit here and just say, yeah, yeah, I, I'm not. I don't really like playing in this. Well, then you shouldn't have signed the extension a week earlier. Like, well, you know, they, like, they shouldn't so, have given him the extension. I, I mean, I agree. So. We'll come back. We'll get a couple of calls, a couple of people that want to jump in on the Titans conversation. You can climb in as well, 737-1025. 
And then since you've all been good boys and good girls, Uncle Nick's going to give you a sauna story. <laughs> That's disgusting. Don't ever tease that like a, that hey, again. Did anybody call Andrew Luck Don't a ever do that. Uh, yeah, no, a lot Andrew of people. Luck, I think, was a no, smart a lo- man. But a lot of people called him quitters. Thank you. They got they a lot of a lot of people. I'll tell you what, smart. if Marcus said I'm retiring, I'm physically, I can't take it anymore, uh-huh. I would not call him a Th- quitter. That's also not what Matthews did. He didn't retire. He quit one team. It's a difference, right? He quit two teams. Well, then that's yeah. bad, too. He said, too. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, you know, I'm when he retired, up. I don't have a problem with that. When you quit a team, uh, that, no, that is a little is different. I'm going to walk away from my $7 million radio contract. <laughs> I don't blame you. enough. Back after this. Aspiring broadcasters, take notes. This is how you do morning radio here in the city of Nashville. Listen, it learn. Is, it is Friday night. And yeah. conquer. Back in here live, Kitchen Notes, Omni Nashville Hotel, Pick, Skin, Pick'em coming up at 930. The big finish at 945. Let's get your Titans call, 737-1025. Rob is next on Morning Drive. Rob, you go ahead. Oh, love that music. Bring back some Memories. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, I was listening to you guys, and I just thought I'd chime in about the Marcus situation. I'm, you know, I've been hearing people talk about uh, whether or not did the team do Marcus wrong or vice versa. Did Marcus uh, do them wrong? Well, I'd, I'd like to just kind of chime in on that if you, you guys are still talking about that. Yeah, uh, Okay. Well, I think the team – did Marcus no no justice by knowing to me that Marcus wasn't all that all that was I ain't gonna say all that good, but wasn't gonna make this team like after five years because to me it doesn't take that long to figure out whether or not you know someone you know that's that's a professional is gonna be able to to be a professional and be on that team. I think they kept him on that team and they pacified him uh, because they liked him. It's no different to me than nowadays when people, as well, when parents have kids that are in school that are, like, participating, like, in a field day, when they all are handing them out all the same ribbons. To me, I mean, you, you, you go out there, you, you, you compete, and you ought to be graded, and you ought to be, you know, rewarded for whatever you do. That's all I got, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Um, I mean, maybe they did, and I don't know, maybe because of, you know, them liking Marcus. Maybe they give him a longer, they give him longer, a longer leash. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, I do think they believed in his talent. And he's right. It shouldn't take five years to figure it out. Um, I, I, I think they should have took after two or three years to figure but out I whether think Marcus a, is the guy. After or not. two years, they, the decision would have been this guy's clearly the yeah. guy. And after then, the third year, the, the decision would have been this guy's clearly the guy. The he city just started loved to regress yeah, after that is, second year. This is the NFL, and if you're a general manager, a head coach, an owner. You don't give anybody extra rope because you like them. I mean, this is yeah. the most no, you shouldn't. Line of all no, you, you're absolutely I, I, right. You I, I shouldn't, do. but we've seen it. I don't think they it's do. happened with Marcus, though. I don't think that uh, like he's benched right now. 
Like uh-huh. he's benched in a contract year. This is the most critical. But I, games I think they they've come to a played. point now where it's like okay, enough is enough. But he but again we we forget so quickly. This guy torched the Eagles, torched the Patriots, torched the Cowboys. Those were three elite level teams last year, and he torched them last year. And then he played horrible in the rest because and a lot his of other body games. was broken. He had broken body parts literally all across his body. I don't think they knew. I don't think the Titans knew the answer to the question. Do you believe in him long term? I don't think they. I, I am now coming around on the idea that they honestly didn't know in this off season. Then he gets off to the start where they beat the Browns and he beats the Falcons and the number. He hasn't. He's the only starting quarterback in the NFL without an interception. And he's got a hundred plus quarterback rating. He's putting up numbers that are comparable with the best in the league. And then he has a like a terrible game and and he's benched. And again, I'm not saying it's the right or wrong move. I I think it's the fine move. I don't have a problem with it. Um, and, and, it's, and it may be over for him long-term with the Titans. But I just don't think it's as cut and dry as, oh, we knew all along he was terrible back to year two. Like, no, this city was celebrating him for years, for two or three years before. I, it, to me, the moment the fans turned on him was the Colts game last year. That was the, the – because well, everyone – because the Titans said, hey, Marcus could play, Marcus could play, we're not sure. And then they said on Friday, oh, he's not going to play. And I remember Stillman going off on, on Marcus not being tough enough and the, and the city turning on him. That was the moment the city turned on him was he wasn't available for them when they needed him against the Colts in Week 17. It's not to say that there was an inconsistency before that. Of course there was. But that's the moment that the, the city and the fans sort of said, oh, I don't know about this guy, fair or unfair, which I think it was unfair. After year two. He started to regress as a quarterback. He won some games, and he played well in some games, and we could call the games out that he played well in. But for a guy you're going to make your franchise quarterback, I don't need to see inconsistent play. And that's what he gave me after year two. His, what what happened started, at the end of year two? He, he just started. He got hurt. He at, broke his leg. But that was at the end. And th- th- at that the end was of at year two. At the end of exactly. year two. That was at the end. He breaks his leg. He doesn't get an offseason to, to, to focus on, uh-huh. on becoming a quarterback the next year. So then he's inconsistent that year. And then what happens at the end of the next year? They fire their coach. Again. In this crazy, dramatic uh, situation. I'm just saying none of every, it sets up for success. Every guy in that locker room went through the same thing that Marcus did. The firing of the coach. Oh, New sure. offensive coordinators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Go down the line. And some guys continue to play well, and some guys hasn't. Haven't. And Marcus is one of those guys that just Who, hadn't who's played gotten, well. Who's gotten better? Who's gotten Taylor, better? Taylor Lewan hasn't gotten better. I ben mean, Jones hasn't gotten better. There are guys on that. Conklin's o- gotten worse. There are guys within that offense and within the defense that has that have gotten better, or they've stayed the same. Um, I'll take. I, I think know, I put the defense. Delaney aside. Walker has gotten better. Obviously, he. I think Corey Davis has gotten better. Now he he can only catch what they throw. to I him. would agree with that. Corey Davis has gotten better. John New Smith has gotten better, but he dealt with an injury that kind of pushed him back. But he's right. gotten better. Yeah, I agree. Um, those are just skilled. Derrick Henry has gotten better. So there are guys, even through the midst of all of this turmoil, that have gotten better. And the one guy that you expect to be one of those guys isn't one of those guys. So it's like, you know, enough is enough. I knew when they didn't sign him to a contract last year that he was right, done. Right. It was it was over to him. I will say on a totally different note, I like listening to Rob talk when he calls in the show. He sounds like Atticus Finch. Like He sounds like an old like 1930s lawyer. He's like, Justice and Marcus. And he sounds like Kevin Spacey from like A Time to Mouse. Kill. <laughs> like he's, I love he's him. Just he got, called him Tamarhead, too. Because the, there's a redneck accent, which is tough to listen to. And then there's like that southern draw which you know 
we're going to be in a courtroom on a trial today. And, like, it just sounds like he's a <laughs> – I like, I like it when Rob gives his call. I like that. little, uh, what would you call Atticus Finch? Atticus Finch, that's a – yeah, that's a yeah. Kill a Mockingbird reference right there. No relation to Sharif Finch. I love <laughs> Jeez. Just wanted to work that in there real quick, boys. I, I could tell. <laughs> yeah. I could tell. All right, big finish coming up in about 20. Our morning drive pigskins picks uh, against the spread coming up next. And also uh, a little bit of news in the NFL yeah. that we have to get to regarding the Tennessee Titans. I want a sauna story as well. But I've also got an equation for you that you're really going to like, and it all adds up to big savings. Let's do the math. Now you can get Xfinity Internet and Xfinity Mobile, each for $30 a month. That equals Wi-Fi, awesome Wi-Fi from America's best Internet provider and the best LTE on the go. It's the ultimate coverage solution. It's all about the numbers. You can save up to $800 a year on your wireless bill with Xfinity Mobile. And until October 27th, you could even get $250 back when you purchase an eligible smartphone. It's basically the perfect equation. Xfinity makes saving simple, easy, and awesome. Don't miss out on Xfinity Internet Mobile, each for $30 a month. You'll get Internet now with up to 100 megabits per second download speed for 12 months with a one-year agreement and Xfinity Mobile with 3 gigs of shared data to go along with it. Go to Xfinity.com, save big, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires EcoBill and AutoPay. Internet offer ends 10-27-19. New performance internet customers only. Equipment taxes and fees extra and subject to change. After agreement, term, regular rate supply, mobile savings compared to Verizon and AT&T plans. Actual speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Pigskin, pick them when we come back on Morning Drive. Pigskin, pick them. Starts now. For entertainment purposes only. Bumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Here we go. It goes double for you knuckleheads. Yeah, you know who you are. Let's go now. Let's go Pig skin picks against the spread. Coming up in just a moment. Also a sauna story. That was very awkward. Uh, but we do have some interesting news. Uh, I saw this right before we went to our last break. Music City Miracles, which is one of the Titans blog sites here in the city owned by SB Nation, uh, reporting that the Tennessee Titans have reached out to the Dolphins about Kenyon Drake. I, I like the player. He's an explosive player, good return guy, obviously can catch the passes out of the backfield. It just seems like an odd commodity to be going after right now, although you probably could get him pretty cheap. Uh, you know, you have Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry. I like Kenyon Drake, the player. I think he's a good player. Good player. I just don't know. I don't know what, like. That would mean. I don't want to overspend for something you've already had. That would mean Deion Lewis is gone. If they get Kenyon, Kenyon Drake, Deion Lewis is gone. But what does that mean? At the end of the year, you're cutting him? No, he's him? gone. Like, you're going to trade him? Yeah. yeah they're gonna tra- he, he's probably one of the guys you would make a trade for to get Kenyon Drake. Okay. He, they're not going to keep. They're not going to, because they're both the same skill set. Drake's a little younger, but they're both and, the same skill set. Well, Lewis is probably a little better between the tackles, but Drake's more explosive. Yeah. Like he so can you get bring out of, him in, you trade away Lewis to, to Miami. And but, but if you're Miami, Miami, why would you take a $15 million contract from Deion Lewis? Like, I don't understand Because they just cut him at the end of the year. I mean, yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. You no, know, it's dead money to them. As long as the cost is low, I like the player, Kenyon Drake, but why aren't you going after an offensive lineman? Like, why don't you bring in a depth piece on the offensive line? I don't know. Uh, you think this is it for Roger Saffold this week at left guard? Maybe Dennis Kelly moves in after this week if it doesn't get if any better. If it is, then that, that is crazy. a big indictment, yeah. a huge indictment on John Robinson yeah. and Mike Vrabel. Yeah, I agree. So you guys want the sauce story? Let's do yes, that before picks, yeah. Speaking of the offensive line, 
So I'm, I'm in the sauna yesterday. Uh-huh. Speaking of large dudes. Where, where do you see this? Or where do you hear this? I'm in there by myself. It's uh-huh. me. I'm in there. You know, I got my bathing suit on that you guys love. I got my little slides on, the Under Armour sandal slides that you guys so, adore. So you don't, go, uh-huh. you don't go just towel in the sauna? No, no. I'll okay. save that for old dudes. Okay. Uh, you know, I go a little bit more covered. Shirt is right, off, right. though, but I got a good sweat I thank on. you for that, too. Right. Got my little towel, my water bottle, my iPhone. I'm sitting there by myself, and in comes a very large individual. Uh-huh. He sits down. Big Raj? It knows, <laughs> but it's in that vicinity. And I'm looking at him, and then he knows I'm looking at him. Oh, that's weird. Uh, yeah, so he lifts, he lifts his head up and starts looking at me. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'll be damned. I think this is Michael Orr. The former Titan, the former Raven, the blindside kid. Yeah. From, you know, the old Big Miss. Mike. Big Mike. I'm like, I think this is, I think this is Michael Orr. Uh-huh. So he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him. It's very awkward. Uh-huh. So we both put our heads back down. <laughs> then Dr. Jason Chris from Chris Chiropractic comes walking in. What? Now I didn't know ah. he I didn't know he goes to my gym either. So he comes <laughs> this in is and a potpourri of amazement. <laughs> He's staring at me and I'm looking at my phone and I can feel him looking at me. Are you are you looking up pictures of Michael Orr? I am. I'm actually googling. <laughs> I'm actually googling Michael Orr. I swear to God. Because you're doing the old like to the yeah. tilt the phone to the yeah, side. Yeah. And you're like, is this Michael Orr? Uh, I, oh, I, it I, is Michael Orr. And I look up and I go. I think that's Dr. Jason Christ. And I know he's looking at me thinking, I think that's Nick Kale from Morning Drive. <laughs> so now we got like this triangle of three different dudes all looking at each other like, I know you and you know me, but nobody wants to say anything. Uh-huh. So it's super awkward. So then I do confirm it's Dr. Christ later. I see him in the, in the gym by the treadmill, talk to him, whatever. But I'm going back down after being on the treadmill, and Michael Orr, who I think is Michael Orr, is in the <laughs> locker room. And I just walk up to him and I go, Michael Orr? He goes, yep. I'm like, all right, cool, thanks. Uh-huh. Nice you just walk, that's all you said to him? Yeah. You just walked away. So all confirmations were made, uh-huh. but it was very odd. So Nick had a nice steam yesterday with a client and a football player, exactly. and it was a three-way minor celebrity off. Yeah. Like, and honestly, Michael Orr's lost probably 100 pounds. He, I bet he's only was about it a stare off? Was it a stare-off? Yeah, but he won it. Oh, okay. Of course. Yeah. He's yeah. the biggest person in the room, I would Exactly. Assume. Yeah. But I still think to this day, Michael Laura, 240 pounds, might be better than Big Raj. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. <laughs> you, might be, you might be right. So there's your sauna story of the day. All right. Oh, wow. Pig skin pick them. Here we go, boys. We already played the intro. Oh, we, we already yeah. did the intro? We came back from it. All right, three, two, one. Here we go, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we already played that, Brandon. Uh, I know um, you, you're yeah. waiting to talk, but, you know, listen to the intro Shut sometimes. Up, 11 and 3 on the week last week, folks. Wow. I, we may we had ne- a great week. We may never have bragged about this segment ever before, but we're damn sure going to brag about it now because we went 11 and 3 last week. Nick, you went 3 and 0 oh last Boom. week. Ah. D Mace went 5 and 1 last week. Woo! I went 4 and 2 last week. Yes. D Mace in the lead at 17 and 13 on the season. Derek, you go first, my friend. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Kent State. Flashes. Versus Ohio. Let the music play. Let the music play first. <laughs> there we go. Kent State versus Ohio. A 12 p.m. kickoff. E-P. 63 and a half points. Over, under. I am taking the over Love on it. that one. Love that pick. <laughs> Wisconsin. Did you do your own theme? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Wisconsin versus Illinois. Oh, that vantage defense of Wisconsin goes against the Illini of Illinois. 
50 and a half points. I am going the under in this one. It's going to be cold in Illinois. Also love that. It thing. might snow, sleep, everything else. <laughs> in Nevada versus Utah Nevada. State. Nevada. 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 Whichever one you Nevada, want. Nevada, I think. Utah State. 59 points, the over-under. Okay. And I am going, based upon what Nevada did last week, scoring 30, what, 38 points versus Vandy, somewhere around there. That was I not am, who played Vandy, but it's okay. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't <laughs> who you played Vandy. You're right. Another bad match yeah, team, no, or Mountain yeah, West team. Exactly. Uh, I am going the under on this one. Under. Right. Nevada, Utah State. UNLV scored 34 Yeah, UNLV, points. that's okay. what it was, not Nevada, UNLV. Okay. Okay, I am going. I'm one's going in to, Reno, one's in Vegas. Come on, dude. I'm going to go to a real game right now. I'm going oh. to a real game, all right? Okay. And not Vandy in Missouri because. That's not a real game. It's not a real game, okay? <laughs> I am going Michigan Penn State. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a real football game here. Happy Valley, a whiteout, baby. Love it. James Franklin, 47 points over under on this one. 47. I am going. I'm going the over on this one, man. Wow. I'm going the over on this one. So Penn I am going the over on this one. Two I of think, the best defenses in the country. Yeah, I'm going the over on this. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. I think there's going to be at least, you know. 17 to 13 Penn State wins. Nah. I think it's going Nick to be Nick just pointed over. at me. I want the record to show that Nick so pointed at me. over. And then here, that's for those that, you know, those that I'm going to throw this out, this is my pick of the day. Oh, lock Pick of the, the week. week. Lock of the week. Okay. You know, I'm going to throw this out for you, for people. You know, just a little teaser. You know, if you want a little something on the side. I'm aroused. You know, you know if you want to throw a little shekels on the side, here's your pick. <laughs> Air Force versus Hawaii. Okay? 66 and a half points. Do I like the number 66? Not really. 66 and a half. Yeah. But knowing Hawaii, and they like to score a lot of points, Air Force is going to try to run the ball down your throat. I'm going the over. On this one, 66 and a half. That's my pick of the week right there. People, Name a coach or a player for Air Force or Hawaii. Uh, is Miles Davis still there? <laughs> <laughs> the jazz musician? <laughs> Who's the old Hawaii coach that used to also coach the Falcons? June, it was Miles. It's, June uh, Jones. June Jones, yeah. June Jones. Miles, De- Miles was the offensive coordinator for the Lions. Norm Chow coached there for a Norm while. Norm Chow. Uh, Nick Rolovich now doing a great job for Hawaii. There you go. Uh, yeah. uh, all right, I'm in second place. Michigan plus nine against Penn State. I think it's low scoring. Penn State wins, but two great defenses. Too many points. Give me Michigan plus the nine. I'm going Nick's alma mater here. The Paper Mustangs. The Paper Mustangs. SMU is not as good as the record indicates. Temple has been great against the number all year. Give me Temple plus nine. I'm going to go LSU lay the 17 against Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State's in deep trouble right now. I think LSU rolls big. And I will take the Louisville Cardinals, one of the most improved teams in all of America, Four and two after being a dumpster fire last year, getting 24 points at home against Clemson. I think Clemson wins easy, but I think Louisville covers. I've been the dogs have been barking for me, so I'm going to stick with mostly dogs this mm-hmm. week, except for LSU minus 17. Ah. All right, BG, I'm with you as well. Give me Michigan plus the nine. Penn State only scored 17 at Iowa. I think you might actually have the score nailed to a T. Uh, I will take Michigan. I'll hold my nose. And if I'm wrong and Penn State covers, I'll just berate Jim Harbaugh on Twitter. Yeah. So it's really a lose situation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Give me Oklahoma State minus the three and a half. I will take Washington at home plus three for the outright win. 
over Oregon. Oregon's playing real good ball right now. That'll uh, appease one of our big followers on Twitter, Bob, who just always tweets us about the Washington Bob, Huskies. Bob Williams, shout out. As if we care about Washington here in Nashville. Uh, and then I will also take South Carolina plus the five and a half. Not an outright win, but the Gators a little bit of a slump. They eke out a close one on yeah, the road. Yeah, I, that's a fascinating uh, football game. I really want to know emotionally and mentally where is Florida. After getting up to beat Auburn and getting up and losing to LSU, where are you on a road against South, you know, Carolina, South Carolina's defensive big, big. line? Yeah, like that's a fascinating psychological matchup between those two. I really like that. Really, outside of Michigan and Penn State, the big, the big stuff in college football is in the Pac-12 this week. Arizona State at Utah and Oregon at Washington. All four of those teams have one loss, and all four of them think they can compete for a – a conference title except for Washington. So the, the Pac-12 is sort of the big the big football this week. So Okay. Uh, and really, they're on before Michigan-Penn State. They're on at like 2.30 and 5.30. Yep. It's interesting. Correct. Uh, NFL for me, give me the Seahawks against Baltimore minus three and a half. I will take the Colts at home minus one against the Texans. Give me the Lions ticked off for greatness after that Monday night debacle with the refs. Give me Detroit plus one against the Vikings. Ooh. And then I will go under 38.5. This is right for you, D-Mace, because uh-huh. I know you love totals. Under 38.5, Bears-Saints. That smells like a 13-10 game. Oh, wow. You might be right on that one. That's how Teddy's been playing. That's correct. All right, that's it for us. Big finish coming up next. Stay there. We've had a big show. Time for a big finish on Morning Drive. That is correct. It is time for the big finish. We do it each and every day at 945 here on Morning Drive. And Braden Gall, the big finish brought to you by Nashville SC, Nashville Soccer Club. NashvilleSC.com is the website. Huge, huge game coming up this weekend. Last one of the regular season. Have a chance to win the Eastern Conference if they can pick up three points and get a little help. They got ATLUTD2. That's a stupid name for a soccer team. What? Atlanta United 2. Um, letters. But they make us say the other thing, so whatever. Uh, that game's coming up uh, tomorrow night. Really, really cool cool chance to, to watch your team. The last, last USL match in regular season history. NashvilleSC.com for season tickets for MLS tickets for next year. Check out the website. NashvilleSC.com. All right, Hollywood, let's get to the rewind. And we welcome you into a Friday edition of Morning Drive. We are live this morning from Kitchen Notes inside of the Omni Nashville Hotel. When I when I was growing up, you know, my brothers went off to college. The best thing, you know, the most favorite thing for me was to go visit my brothers in college. Oh, I imagine. Um, you know, because they were, they were, you know, four or five years older than me. When I go up there, you know, they're hanging you with them. You never did anything wrong. Right? Never did anything wrong. Hang right. with them. They always took care of me. So I felt like the big man on, on campus because I was a little brother, you know, and go up there with my brothers and, you know, we have a lot that's of fun. That's where and, you learned everything. And, and everything. That's where so, you learned how to play the game. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Started at a young age. My son's a senior in high school. So, you know, my daughter... And they are, they are the best to each other. But my daughter wanted my son to come visit her uh, at her college for, for a few days for their break. 
So, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. Her and her mom, cool. So he flies up there and he got to take the Uber. He got to take the Uber and everything else. So we got to kind of, you know, send us the, send us a snapshot of the Uber. Do you yeah. have, did you guys do the tracking thing on their phones? Yeah. Well, not on the phone. Just on the Uber thing. Is it called Find My Friend or Find, find my, my Phone or whatever? Yeah. Find, so the, one of my find, other. Find My Phone or Find My Friend. Wanted. But, you know, he sent us a screenshot of him getting in the Uber and then, you know, <laughs> make sure to Uber everybody. So I call him. He's like in the back seat, just chilling, you know. Just take a picture when you pick up your city. Please you know. send me a photo when you get your luggage. Please send me a photo when you get in the cab. Please send me a photo when you get out no, of the cab. No, they don't take cabs, man. They take Ubers. Oops, whatever. Ubers everywhere. You know what? I feel for you, buddy. For me? You, yeah. Yeah. Why, oh, why, why is that? When the girls go off to college, boy. What if, what if oh, they I'll, I'll be dead, buddy. <laughs> what if they don't go to the same place? Like, have you talked, oh, have you talked wow. to your wife about this? Like, does Kristen want them to go to the same place? Or like, no, we're just trying to get through the weekend. <laughs> just trying to survive yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, we'll worry about uh, 20, uh, 2033 when we get there. There's very few things I want to instill on my daughters very early in life, and that is making a sandwich is an art form. And if you're going to make a sandwich, you need to take pride in that sandwich. You need multiple layers of, of goodies on your sandwich. I, I take very delicate care when I'm at home making a sandwich. At least six or seven items on a sandwich, ideally. I don't have that here. I'm playing a road game. But I got a. But defense travels. But defense travels, and I've got. But what I've got here. Would that be considered defense if you're making a sandwich? That'd be more so offense, right? Yeah, probably, maybe. Yeah. Um, his, no. heart, his heart's playing defense. Yeah. Right now. You're going to see the opening drive. I'm going on the record uh-huh. right now. So, Marquise, uh-huh. mark the tape, 7.23 a.m. I know we don't use tape and radio anymore, but mark the tape anyway. <laughs> Tannehill will have an opening drive where he'll go 7, 8 yards, 72 yards, touchdown. Twitter's going to explode. <laughs> and oh, then the reality's going to set in. The energy's going to wear off. And he's going to get sacked five times. Uh, but let's welcome in our pal Josh Ward from WNML in Knoxville. Last week was really good for Tennessee against Mississippi State with 10 tackles for loss, seven sacks, six of those guys, uh, six close sacks from guys up on the defensive line. Th- that was an incredible improvement from the week before when Tennessee did not register a quarterback hurry against Georgia. So if Tennessee can create a little more pressure, can uh, can get into the offensive backfield against Alabama uh, more than maybe we expect, that's a good sign of progress over the last couple of weeks where Tennessee was against another high-level team. That could be a good sign for what Tennessee could do next week against South Carolina and moving forward the rest of the Derek's actually rocking a, a different winter hat today. It's, yeah. But it's not really serving a purpose. It's not really it's on your head. It just sits on my head. It's just, it, might, it barely does. Yeah, my kids bought me this hat two, three years ago for Christmas. But it looks like you've got like a Rasta underneath Yeah, that's it, Dad. This is how you got to wear it. Like, okay. Oh, okay. It's a fashion thing. Yeah, I don't have any hair. I don't have any dreadlocks or anything, so you know, I can't. Well, I've always said that if I was a brother, I would oh. have dreads. Would you? Yeah. I, I love the one. As we welcome in our pal Teron Davenport. I like the matchup in favor of the Chargers, to be honest with you. And it's, they're just going to have to have to do the best that they can. I think they're going to need to uh, throw at Bosa and Ingram. And when I say throw, I mean cut block. They're going to have to do that as well because those guys, man, they, they bring it 24-7. So it's going to be a big-time test for Luan and Count. How about Miles Garrett, man, getting punched in the face by a fan? But, see, here's the thing. If Miles Garrett would have been within his right to take whoever that little scoundrel was, grab him by the neck, and just throat slam him on the ground, mm-hmm. and he would have been within his right. But Absolutely. then yeah, everybody would have said, well, why that. did you do You could have just walked away. Like, seriously? No. It's, it's, exactly. also, it's also okay to teach young people to walk away. No, no. Somebody punched me in my face. I'm body slamming him. 
Marquise, how much would it cost for you to walk up to Derek Mason as he's pulling out of the parking lot, roll down, ask him to roll down his window and punch him in the face? Why would I want to punch a head coach? And, man, come on, man. I know he's losing games, man, but why do I, I got to punch him in the face, Braden? What, what's wrong with you, man? Oh, my goodness. He and was he, talking about me. But. He, he made roll your window down. You forgot your Cool Springs MD copy, and then boom. <laughs> you're you're uh, talking hey, point. Hey, D-Base, I got some Doritos for you. He rolls down the window. Pow! <laughs> oh, you right in his mouth. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. We just want to talk sports with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. You're going to get the heat. Yeah, I want to dance with somebody. Monday through Friday. With somebody I miss you already. 6 to 10 a.m. Bye-bye. See you. Yeah, wow. We're, we're talking about our audience. Yeah. yeah. Waving as they walk. Boys. Radio yeah. show. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Tell you what, man, the next time we do an upgrade to the Game Nashville Studios, uh-huh. and it includes more windows, <laughs> you think the attention span on this show is minimal now? <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet, bro. Salt life, y'all. Salt life. Salt life. <laughs> and that is the Morning Drive Daily Rewind. It is a part of the big finish each and every day at 945. Salt life, man. It's all about that salt life. Salt life, but don't y'all. use too much salt on your food because you no, might have high blood pressure. No salt. High blood pressure. No salt. Yeah. No. Then your wrists swell up. Your wrists. Yeah. Just your wrists. What about your feet? Your, and your fingers? fingers. Your fingers. I can always tell if I've eaten like a really salty meal. I can't get my wedding ring off. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop I gotta eating. Cut down on the salt. I stop eating at my mother-in-law's house. Uh, quickly, before we get out of here, uh-huh. uh, does anybody want to go on record on anything Vandy, Vols, Titans this weekend? Vol, Vols win outright. Um, <laughs> Vandy wins outright. Ryan Tannehill throws five touchdowns. Better chance to cover. Vandy getting 21 or Tennessee getting 35? Tennessee. Vandy getting 21. I, I think Missouri's really good. So, I think but... – I think Vandy's in trouble, but Tennessee's in deep trouble, too. <laughs> All right. Monday's, Monday's headline will be what when it comes to Ryan Tannehill of the Titans? Oh, I don't know about Tannehill. Mm, I, I, I think same story, different, the, the headline uh, different will, dance? The headline for me will be the defense plays incredibly well and gives them a chance to win. And maybe they figure out a way to do that with Ryan Tannehill. Maybe a backup quarterback. Maybe, they, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Well, I don't That's know pretty definitive they, stuff there, yeah, isn't it? I don't know what the headline. <laughs> Hopefully the headline reads, Titans win. 17-16, Chargers. Wow. God, that would be painful. Yep. They, go for, they go for two on the final possession like last year, and Ryan Tannehill throws a I think it's 21. To, uh, think whoever wins will score 24 points. That's an yeah. interesting prediction. Yeah, whoever wins scores I, 24 I, I can't see either one getting to 24. Titans, def- Titans defense is too good, and the Titans offense is too bad. Hmm. So do you – I think this game's played okay. in the teens. All right. Yeah, okay. I can see it. Here's another predict- prediction. Uh-huh. We will see Derrick Henry in the Wildcat on Sunday. That I like. Yeah, I think you will. That I like. I like that a lot. All right, that's it for us. Darren Donick and Chase are coming up next. Have a great rest of your Friday. Enjoy your football weekend. Hopefully somebody in this city or in this state will get a win, and we will talk to you Monday. As Jared Stillman once said, as he's imitating our Enthal James Simpson on social media, take care. Bailey, DJ Nashville, have a wonderful week, and I love you.